Update, brought to you by Simcox Advocates, advising businesses and families since 1949. Visit simcox.com or call 690-300. Manx Radio's Update with Andy Wint. Faster, my good evening at half past five. This is Update for Monday, 5th of February, 2024 from Manx Radio. 30 minutes looking at the latest news on the island. Background to that news and sport, business, sea watch, travel updates, and the newsmakers in person. Uh, this evening, two years of problems for Alaman Energy's billing systems. Latest on the Alaman Meats recall. Uh, the Chief Minister on the housing situation. All local authorities have published their rates, and the Ravens secure another three points, three goals, and a clean sheet. Man Benham for all your business and legal needs. First of all, at 29 minutes ahead of 6 o'clock, the update news headlines. Fastamai, Siobhan Fletcher. Fastamai, electricity prices are falling 5.1% from April. Manx Utilities says it had been planning to apply a proposed inflationary increase of 5.7%, but that's been reviewed and amended to reflect the reduction in wholesale natural gas prices. Almost a third of patients attending the emergency department at Nobles Hospital in December had to wait more than four hours for treatment. The latest figures from Manx Care show 68% of those needing treatment to A&E were seen within four hours of arriving. The Chief Minister will make a statement on the recent report into government's handling of the Dr Rosalind Ranson Tribunal at this month's sitting of Timwold. Richard Wright KC published his findings last week. Further afield, police have arrested a man on suspicion of assisting the Clapham chemical attack suspect, Abdul Adidi. They also say the woman targeted with the corrosive substance may lose the sight in her right eye. A 14-year-old boy has become the fifth person charged with murder over the deaths of two teenagers in Bristol. The youth, who can't be named, will appear in court tomorrow, accused of killing Mason Rist and Max Dixon. And actor Ian Lavender has died aged 77. He was best known for playing the hapless Private Pike in Dad's Army. There are your headlines, news at six. Secure tomorrow today with Man Benham's guidance on powers of attorney and more. Manx Radio Weather with Manx Glass and Glazing. Jeremiah, thank you. Siobhan from the Ronaldsway Met Office. We've still got that strong wind warning in operation for the North Irish Sea. State of sea, moderate or rough. Uh, just a quick word, uh, the Dublin flight's delayed this evening. And remember, Douglas Harbour Bridge is closed overnight. Anyway, the weather this evening, dry, cloudy, a strong southwesterly maximum during the day was 11 degrees. We're down to 6 through the night. For Tuesday, tomorrow, Jamur, rain first thing on a strong southwesterly, veering northwesterly, easing as the rain clears up. Up to 10 degrees tomorrow overnight minimum is 4 for Wednesday, Jacrane dry and bright in a light to moderate northwest wind up to 6 degrees. Tides on the way back in, high water actually in about 30 seconds time. So it's about to turn. Low water 4 minutes after 2am, sunrise 3 minutes before 8 tomorrow morning. High water 2 minutes to 8. Manx Glass and Glazing can supply and install single, double and triple glazing. Call 674-573 or visit the showroom on the Snugborough Trading Estate. 
Isle of Man Energy is hoping to improve two years of teething problems with its billing system in 2024. It's admitted it's unacceptable that an update of its system has caused incorrect bills to be sent out. The story from Amy Griffiths. The company, which is the parent company of Manx Gas, has published its annual report. Throughout last year, the company says it invested in the billing system internally and externally and is looking to introduce an online account area where customers can manage even more aspects of their accounts. IEG also says it introduced additional customer service support despite closing its face-to-face counter in November. However, it claims twice as many customer queries were resolved in the May when compared with the previous month. It's also had an independent audit of its practices and procedures to improve its safety and compliance. Meanwhile, the company's laid out its strategy for becoming a net zero business by 2050, including decarbonising the network and exploring renewable liquid gas options to make good on the sector's net zero target of 2040. It's also begun offering hybrid heat pump solutions, which during trials proved to be 60% more cost effective than traditional gas boiler setups. Looking to this year, IEG says 2024 will be a particularly crucial year in its pursuit of sustainability as it lays the groundwork for transition to renewable gas and products. You can see the full reports at manxradio.com. The chair of the board of Isle of Man Meats says the company is putting measures in place to stop another recall happening. A number of beef products that made it to the shelves of Tesco last week had to be recalled due to the wrong use-by date being printed on them. Nigel Davis told Manx Radio why they wanted to offer some clarity after the Department of Environment, Food and Agriculture's press release regarded the matter last week. Well, it's really just to say to everyone out there in the market that there's nothing to be concerned about. There is no contamination. This is purely a process error, which it resulted in the incorrect use-by date. And, you know, as we adhere to high quality and food safety standards, we will always take decisions uh, in the best interests of our customers and our consumers. There's no concern whatsoever from our side that it's in any way going to cause any health concerns. When will you know a bit more and, and how do you ensure this doesn't happen again? The investigation internally is going on. I would imagine by early next week we'll, we'll have identified it and we'll put corrective action plans in place immediately. We have employed at the beginning of January an experienced meat sector technical auditor who was charged to review all our production processes and associated policies and she is currently doing that and it's, it's almost completely done and with that gap analysis we'll be updating our operating procedures, training our staff to know how to operate in the new environment according to our procedures and with that we will be mitigating a lot of this risk going forward. We very much regret the fact that we have to recall product and dispose of it and it wasn't taken lightly but always in the best interests of our, our, our customers and consumers and we know the huge efforts that you know our local farmers expend in producing such quality stock for our markets. So it's it's very disappointing moment for the team in the plant and, and the management there. This is the most listened to Isle of Man news source and Manx Radio's update is the Isle of Man's most downloaded news podcast.
Fast tonight, 22 minutes before six this Monday evening. FC Alaman secured three goals, three points and a clean sheet against Skelmersdale United in the NWCFL Premier Division on Saturday evening. The Ravens fought strongly in the second half, having reached half-time goalless. Given all that, manager Paul Jones wasn't completely satisfied after the final whistle. We should have scored a lot more goals, really. Um, once again, we're, we're trying to chase the game a little bit. It opened up and, um, yeah, we a bit more kind of composure and quality, I think we we could have done a little bit better but you know um, ultimately we've kept another clean sheet and, and won a game of football and you know we were getting very frustrated individually and collectively in the first half and that wasn't helping us get the result and so we had a few words at half time and I thought everybody had, uh, attacked the second half really really well getting the early goal obviously helped and settled us into the game and no really really pleased you know we, at long last we're, we're beating a team that's below us in the league and you know that that's important that we that we did that tonight and um, and, and kind of got that got away from uh, maybe that kind of pressure and expectation that we put on ourselves so it was good How much more belief do you think that has instilled in the players and also yourself and the coaching staff as well? Our belief in the players has never wavered to be honest you know we know what they could be capable of and it, they're, they're a long way away from it but you know with a lot of hard work and effort then we we believe they can go quite a long way as a playing group For the players yeah as I said to you last time I think sometimes you need results in order to build a little bit more belief and confidence and you know as much as I keep talking about process and performance you know three points in the bag and walking away gives a lot more confidence doesn't it um, so yeah it was good you know, I think the, the fans who came were excellent and uh, made a lot of noise and you know we created a lot of chances in the second half so you know I think we've not only won a game but put a really strong performance together made it exciting for everybody and hopefully when we've got Berry at home in a couple of weeks it'll be a, a big crowd and, and we can do more of the same The Chief Minister says his administration's taken great strides in tackling the Alabans housing crisis but admits there's still more to do. Halfway through this administration, Alfred Cannon, MHK, reflects on the work already being done. We still remain committed to this. I mean, that's why we have improved our planning processes. That's why we have sought to ensure and encourage that private sector building program and doing that and achieving that target will go some way to alleviating the pressure. We are already declared last year that, that we are proactively assessing now the creation of a housing association to free perhaps the tackling of, of some of these housing issues up and, and releasing them from sort of direct government control and creating a more fluid and flexible body that will be able to react, I guess, more proactively to some of these challenges. And of course, you know, we know, also need to make sure that we are properly supporting the local authorities which we do regularly in terms of the financing and loans that they need to get on and also tackle it so look there's still a lot to do in in this area i'm a little bit nervous about this word crisis i I would say you know the housing challenges definitely i mean i absolutely accept there are challenges i accept that cost of housing is is a concern but we are taking a lot of steps to make sure that there is adequate housing on this island and that people have opportunities to get on the housing ladder and as I say you know there's still quite a lot of work to be done but as but I've already evidenced that we are making substantial progress towards alleviating some of those burdens it's never quick enough look I, I don't think anywhere is ever going to build enough social housing for example but we make sure we've got the right blend of offering and that we are continuing to progress there's a lot to do it's a major major piece of work for us and we're delivering it's helping benefit the economy we're building more houses for people but still more is needed sea watch with the isle of man steam packet company motorship banksman 
departed, the motor vessel Manxman, I beg your pardon, departed Hesham at 14 minutes past two. It's important. It will be into Douglas in the, in the next 15 minutes or so. Onto the link span. Uh, then discharging. Uh, back out this evening, 7.45, arriving in Hesham at half past 11. The overnight departure is 2.15 from Lancashire, back to Douglas at 6 tomorrow morning. And the morning departure from Douglas, 8.45, motor vessel Manxman heads to Hesham. Like the steam packet on Facebook for the latest sailing information. All of the Isle of Man's local authorities have now published their rates for the next financial year. Each authority levies a different rate, and they were all set on the 31st of January. A local democracy reporter, Emma Draper, has got the detail. Braddon commissioners have put out the biggest percentage increase in their general rates at 36%. It says the rise to 351 pence in the pound is due to very difficult challenges, including general inflationary pressures, as well as paying off loans for its new community centre. After Braddon, Garth and Douglas put their rates up by the highest percentage at 14 and 12 percent respectively however it's residents in the capital who pay the most in rates at 573 pence in the pound followed by ramsey who set theirs at 495 and onken at 411 some local authorities can also increase the refuse rate whilst keeping the general rate low peel commissioners for example increased the refuse charge by 34 pounds to 257 pounds per household and castletown commissioners upped theirs by 8.9 percent to 220 pounds the only local authority with no change is Maloo Commissioners, with a rate which has stood at 199 pence in the pound for the last three years. In the north, bride residents pay the least amount at 70 pence in the pound. Martin Royal, clerk at Garth Commissioners, explains what this all means. Well, rates are um, property tax, so they are based around uh, the value of your property. So um, from there on, the rateable value of that property is set by Treasury and the local authority then applies their factors to, to that rateable value and works out how much you will pay to the local authority in rates for that uh, for that year. Manx Radio Business Briefing. At 16 minutes before 6 and corporate news shares in Estee Lauder surged as the cosmetics giant announced plans to cut 3 to 5% of its global workforce as they plan to shore up margins squeezed by a reduction in spending by Chinese customers. Estee Lauder witnessed a small reduction in market share during the second quarter in China. Chief Executive Fabrizio Freda said on an analyst call and for a full daily market report go to RamseyCrookall.com Plane maker Boeing apparently is in the last chance saloon according to the boss of Emirates Airline saying he's seen a progressive decline in its performance. Boeing's come under scrutiny after a panel on the 737 MAX 9 passenger jet blew out mid-air last month. Emirates uh, President Sir Tim Clarks is a leading industry figure and the Emirates Airlines a major Boeing customer. Sir Tim told the Financial Times Emirates will be sending its engineers to monitor Boeing's production in Seattle. In the response, Boeing's chief exec, Dave Calhoun, said they understand why customers are angry and will work to earn their confidence. The Stock Market Report, brought to you by Ramsey Crookall. UK and European markets moved slightly lower as investors digested the latest comments from the US Fed Reserve Chairman Jerome Powell. US stocks fell, oil stabilised in early Asian trading, and gold dropped to more than a one-week low. The 
numbers from Ramsey Crookall at the close in London. Ramsey Crookall reporting the FTSE 100 is down just over a tenth of a percent, 7,607. The DAX in Frankfurt, again down just over a tenth of a percent at the close, 16,897. In New York City, a short time ago, the Dow Jones Industrial uh, down just over nine-tenths of a percent, 38,291. The Nasdaq Tech Stocks Index down six-tenths of a percent, 15,529. The S&P 500 uh, in Chicago down half a percent, 4,931. But of course, the trading day continues. In the exchange markets, the British pound sterling is trading at one US dollar, 25.3 cents, one euro, 16.7 cents, and 23 South African rand, 88.5 cents. In commodities, gold's down eight-tenths of a percent, $2,022 per troy ounce. And a barrel of Brent crude marginally down four-hundredths of a percent, $77.33. You've got an investment plan? Yeah, Mike set it up. But don't you need loads of money to do that? Not this one. It's called Shearwater from Ramsey Crookall and you pay in monthly as little as £100. So it's like saving regularly, really helping us invest in the future for a house or the kids' education. £100 a month? I could easily do that. (laughs) You should. The sooner you start, the better. Invest in your future with as little as £100 a month. Shearwater from Ramsey Crookall, the island's investment specialist for 75 years. Call 717171 or visit ramseycrookall.com. Licensed and regulated by the Isle of Man Financial Services Authority. It's the start of Sexual Abuse and Sexual Violence Awareness Week, with the aim being to empower and encourage victims to speak up and seek help. Here on the Isle of Man, sexual abuse and sexual violence is the second most common reason for referral to victim support. The organisation's chief exec is Lorna Trevethan. Obviously we want to assure people, you know, it's not everyday occurrences for most people, but it does happen and it's to watch behaviours of people around you to identify approximately 18 to 22% of our referrals are for sexual violence or assault. So you can see it's quite a big part of what we do and that's particularly in children and young people. So under the age of 18, 34% of our referrals are in for sexual violence or abuse, whether that be online or in person. There's much more access to imagery and pornography and younger people may not realise that that's actually not real. So we're trying to raise awareness to say to especially young women and obviously young males that it's not okay and that's not real and that we need to be treating people with respect. This week I'll be running a series of social media posts about myths and facts around sexual violence and abuse so people think well if you dress in a provocative manner or or, or deemed to be a provocative manner or that you're drinking alcohol and taking drugs you're to blame for your behaviour well the victim's never to blame it's always the person who's instigating unwanted behaviour that is at fault. There's a 24 hour answering machine if the office isn't manned uh, phone number is 679950 or you can actually contact us through our website. There is a contact us form in there where you can do that or you can email us on inquiries at victimsupport.im. There's always somebody around Monday to Friday and we always phone people back as quickly as we can to set up that appointment. Don't suffer in silence. If you're not sure, give us a call and we can help provide some information and guidance on what we can do to help. Update brought to you by Simcox Advocates, advising businesses and families since 1949. Visit simcox.com or call 690 300.
Manx Radio Sport. Faster my Sean Cowper. Faster my Manx defender Adam Long has joined National League side AFC Fylde until the end of the season. The move comes after he left League Two club Doncaster Rovers by mutual consent last week. In a statement on the club's website, Long said, I'm really pleased the deal has gone through and I'm an AFC Fylde player. The club's facilities are outstanding for this level and the mentality around the squad is a really positive one. I feel I'm a player with a lot to give and I hope that the continued positivity around the football club after a few good results can continue to push us on. The 23-year-old started his career with St George's before signing with Wigan Athletic in 2017 and has previously spent time on loan at Notts County. AFC Fylde currently sit 20th in the National League and will travel to Eastleigh for their next game on Saturday. Mark Cavendish is set to race in the upcoming Tour Columbia from tomorrow. He's one of six representing Astana, Kazakhstan in the event taking place from the 6th to the 11th of February. The race returns to the cycling calendar after a four-year hiatus and it marks the Manx Missile's first event of 2024. And Irish rider Kevin Keyes will make his Isle of Man TT debut at this year's races. The 25-year-old will ride the Daracor Racing Yamaha in the Superbike Superstock and Senior races and will also be on Yamaha machinery in the Supersport class. He recently visited the Isle of Man for the first time to familiarise himself with the course, completing laps with TT rider liaison officers John Barton and Richard Milky Quayle. Keyes says he's extremely excited to be making his TT debut and will be returning to the island in the coming months as he continues his preparations. Manx Radio Travel, driven by Keyside Tyres and Service Centre. Inbound at Ronald's Way, the 420... Emerald Air inbound from Dublin didn't land until about a couple of minutes ago at 11 minutes before 6. It's going to be late going out. The 5.25 Logan Air from Manchester came in 10 minutes early. Next inbound is the 5.28 Logan Air from Liverpool on time and the 5 past 8 Logan Air from London City on time. Outbound at um, 16.45, 4.45 Emerald Air to Dublin will be going until 20 past 6. Before then, it's the Logan Air to Liverpool on time. Those are your two departures for this evening. On the roads, temporary lights on the main road north of the Liverpool Arms in Baldrine for work on the tram crossing. Temporary lights on the main road between Glendarroch Road and the Balagheri Crossroads. Uh, the Baradary traffic lights in Glenvine for work on the uh, wall there. Temporary lights at the junction of Mayhill and Queenspear Road in Ramsey for pavement resurfacing, restrictions on Vernon Road and Seamount Road. Phase closures on the Ballakilferric Road in Colby for water main work. Temporary lights on King Edward Road between Gravel and the A2 for trial pit work. Kian Drockard Road in Andreas is closed in phases for water main work. South of Kirk Michael closures on the Ballalai Road for water main work and temporary lights at the bottom of the Balamoda by Grenaby Road Junction for patching work. North of Port Erin, Serby Mill Road's closed for drainage work. Lights in Peel on Ramsey Road near Battery Lane for cable work. In Douglas, Hillside Avenue is closed for adjacent office window replacement. A section of Switzerland Road's closed for construction work. Temporary lights on Lock Prom by Tower House for their cleaning the building fascia. And temporary lights at the bottom end of Summerhill for gas repair. Look at also remember the Millennium Bridge is closed from 8 o'clock until 4 a.m. for repairs and maintenance. There will be diversions in place. Keyside Tyres and Service Centre with one year's free engine warranty from Castrol. Get more with Keyside. 
Update, brought to you by Simcox Advocates. Thanks for joining Manx Radio this Monday evening, live from Douglas in the Isle of Man, where, remember, we're on every weekday evening between 5.30 and 6 for nothing but Manx news. Business in the capital is uh, calculating the impact of the most recent rate rise. Douglas City Council has upped its charges by 12%, and one of those counting the cost is the owner of Gourmet Shakes on Castle Street, Tim Brogan. Over the last couple of months, we've obviously been trying to cut back on costs and we've set up a new app through ICR make people able to order their lunch online and that's one way we're trying to encourage spending during the week you know for people in a rush these things don't come cheap either so there's been a huge cost to set that up and it, it just seems currently every time we're making a saving there's another cost coming on board what we find is we pop our prices up by sort of 50 pence here and there and it seems to be a, a bit of a problem for the general public because obviously they've got rises as well in their costs however our costs have gone up we try and keep the prices as low as possible but there will sadly become a point where we can no longer put our prices up any further because obviously the consumers won't pay i do feel any sort of new businesses think they find it very difficult we do have a positive outlook on trying to keep our prices as low as possible however we may may well have to increase prices it's not just us being greedy it's all of these increases for us outweigh the costs that we're increasing our products by and for the powers that be i just really hope that this rise in rates will include something for businesses to try and increase footfall during the week we Weekday trade definitely needs to be increased in the town. That's it for update tonight. Compiled from the resources of Max Radio's news department, thanks to newsreader Siobhan Fletcher, producer Amy Griffiths. After the news at six o'clock, it's Agenda with Phil Gorn. You've got Greatest Sits at 6.30 with Chris Kinley. And Time for Brass with Ian Cotcher at nine. I'm back tomorrow at 5.30. W-I-N-T